Bacon. Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and let's just reverse there for a second, Cable 88.5, and the mistaken one is me, Nardwar the Human Serviette. You're listening to the Nardwar the Human Serviette Radio Show. And we have a guest in the studio there today. Hello, guest. Are you there? I'm here, Nardwar. Check, check, check. Are you there, guest? <laughs> I'm here, Nardwar, yeah. Who are you? I'm Roger Allen. Roger, welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Thanks. Or should I say, welcome back to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Yeah, this is like my third time I'm getting up there like uh, Snoop Dogg. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> regularly to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show and also following the Nardwar to Human Serviette adventures. I guess we should tell the people how we met or when we first encountered each other. You first encountered me <laughs> at a Mud Honey or a Fugazi gig. We haven't really revealed what we're doing here today. <laughs> this is my life, Nardwar to Human Serviette. But Roger, please, as part of your ongoing documentation it's scary you're actually following what i'm doing and thank you for coming down to the nardboard human serviette radio show today well that yeah no problem uh, you asked me a lot of questions there we're here to do skate rock uh two or to continue on with the skate rock theme by popular demand by popular skate demand. rock two because you were here a little while ago doing skate rock one and today we're going to do skate rock two two yeah uh, and the other question was, how did we meet? Well, I remember you actually from the new music, but I officially saw you, I think, the first time at the Mudhoney gig here where you got spit on. 
I asked about a thousand people. Yeah. Thank you. Were you spitting on me? <laughs> no, I was. I was way in the back. But you will, Roger, be spitting on the people today, and I really mean you'll be spitting because you've done everything but spit on the people. You've brought out tons mm. and tons of skate records, tons and tons of skate memorabilia. We have some giveaways as well for the Nardwuar to Human Serviette Radio Show. All this stuff for Skate Rock Two. Uh, any comments about Skate Rock One when we did Skate Rock One? Uh, I got a lot, well, we got a lot of positive feedback, and I, and I suppose that's why we're here. Uh, skate Rock 2 was more of a chronological, uh, actual history of skate rock, whereas this time we're just kind of playing uh, music that skaters listen to and actual skate rock, but it's, it's a little more broad and it's not so chronological. So I'm confused. Is this Skate Rock 2? This is Skate Rock 2. It's a continuation. We have an intro, the pregame, and then we actually have a segment where it actually is a chronological era of skate rock. So it's, it's, it's all things. Skate Rock 2 and pregame show on the Nardwar the Human Serviette radio show. Or is it Skate Rock 3? I'm confused. Whatever <laughs> it is, the history of Skate Rock continued. We're going to play a bunch of songs I just wanted to play in the beginning, yeah. Relating to Skate Rock. And what did we just hear right off the bat there, Roger? We just, well, the, the first song we heard was uh, S.O.D. And the actual name of that band is Stormtroopers of Death. But that could also be Skate or Die. And uh, they were all members of Anthrax. And that was around the same era as when Metallica got all involved with skateboarding. And, of course, Metallica had the famous Pusshead board graphic. And uh, for a while there, metal and skateboarding was really intertwined. And uh, I have a photo here of an Anthrax skateboard. And there's another photo of Anthrax all posing with some decks and that kind of thing. And, yeah, Anthrax got reviewed in Thrasher and... SOD is kind of anthrax. And just for the listeners out there, when Roger says he has a photo, yes, he has a photo. Roger, what have you provided here today? An incredible, you have a script, just like for the first <laughs> time ever, the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show has a script here. You've got diagrams, you've got footnotes, a total documentation <laughs> of Skate Rock. Skate Rock 2 on the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show through the eyes of Roger Allen from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And right now, what do we got coming up to kick off our second song on the pregame show of Skate Rock 2. The next song coming up is Void. And uh, yeah, uh, Void was an incredible band. Uh, when I first heard them, they totally changed my life. The Void Face Split LP. Uh, when I was a kid, we basically didn't go anywhere without a jump ramp, a boombox, and the Void Faith uh, cassette. And something that's kind of interesting is the guitarist for Void, uh, he recently played on the incredible uh, Probot record with Mike Dean singing, who was the original COC singer. And COC was uh, a band closely intertwined with skating back then as well. And here's the Void Faith Split. I'm holding it like right now like right in front of me thank you for bringing it in when did you actually buy this and where did you buy this record do you remember uh it's still got that one still has the insert that was probably bought uh back in like 85 at uh, fallout records in seattle and it still has the insert and yet i'm holding it with a pen that has ink near it okay (laughs) sorry well back to the records here on the nardware to human serviette radio show the history of skate rock part two pre-game show with roger allen and right now here's some void Yeah. 
to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show and the pre-game show for the History of Skate Rock Part 2 with... Roger. Roger <laughs> Allen on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. Roger, what did we just hear? That song we just heard was Gorilla Incendiary Sabotage Mutineer or... Chism! <laughs> yes, and that is a band I've never heard on the radio before, and they're just sort of a scary Japanese band, and I happen to have a zine here with an, sort of an interview with them in it. And as I mentioned, Roger has brought in a whole bunch of stuff. Here's a zine. First, I will smell it right now. Oh, this is the vintage. What zine is this one? Uh, that came with the Peace uh, compilation record. It came out in the early 80s. 
and yeah, it was sort of like a, an awareness record, but it's got everything in it from the butthole surfers to septic death. And has a contact address for Jism too in Japan. Yeah, they're a Jap- they're a pretty you know uh, rare band to hear back then from um, Japan. Japan, yeah. You always are bringing me all these great little tidbits when you come out to the Nardware to Human Serviette radio show here, Roger. I love it. What's your collection like at home for stuff? Because you're sending me stuff like Herman's Hermits <laughs> records, Rare Expo 86 postcards. Yeah. Like, it's scary, all the stuff you have. A rap song? Even something a rap song you did? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty eclectic. And, and, and oddly enough, uh, I can segue that into the next issue of Color Skateboard Magazine. I'm the guest editor, and the topic of that magazine is collections. I just, uh, I just hold on to a lot of things that I think are cool. 60s garage records like MG and the Escorts, Cramps, Death Sentence. You know I love the Death Sentence. Again, yeah. it's scary that you listen to an Artwork Human Serial Radio Show. So always send me like Death Sentence stuff. I love Death yeah. Sentence from Vancouver, British Columbia, but Canada. That Death Sentence sticker I sent you recently, I actually opened an old lunchbox of mine. So it must have been like from grade 7, 6. And there was a Death Sentence sticker inside it. So somehow I got my hands on a Death Sentence sticker when I was like 12 years old. And we had a caller. What did the caller want to know, Roger? You wanted to know whether or not Nardwar was derived from Nardcore. I wish it was, <laughs> but that possibly could have been an illusion. I guess the listener wasn't listening to the last Nardwar to Human Serviette show with you, Roger, where we did Skate Rock Part 1, and I think we did have some connection to Nardcore, didn't we, in there? Uh, on Skate Rock 1, we played um, some Dr. No, which is Nard- Nardcore. And, and I denied any connection to Nardcore, although I wish I was connected to it. What did we hear before Chisholm? Before that, we heard uh, C.O.C., and the song was Hungry Child, and uh, that, again, is back when, like, skaters and punkers had real ties together, and I vividly remember sitting in the balcony at the New York Theater watching Beyond Possession, which is, like, one of the ultimate skate rock bands, and the entire front row, uh, or the entire row in front of me, everybody was wearing a homemade C.O.C. backpack, and I brought in a t-shirt here from when, uh, again, I was just, like, a, a little kid, you can tell by the the size of this shirt and yeah I have uh, COC and their emblem did you draw the stuff on the back yeah I draw that on the back yeah this is awesome a Sex Pistols shirt with like rare writing do you see much of this stuff on eBay ever I've sold a lot of stuff on eBay um, but I don't look for it very often. And looking at this T-shirt again that Roger Allen has brought in for the pre-game show for the History <laughs> of Skate Rock Part 2 on an Artwork Human Servant Radio show, I do notice one thing that's wrong. The Sex Pistols shirt, all this great stuff on the back, you know, rudimentary penile, corrosion of conformity. And in looking closely here, I see subhumans, but it's the wrong <laughs> subhumans. It's not the Vancouver, British yeah. Columbia, Canada subhumans. What was going on there, Roger? Were they not skate rock enough for you? Uh, the, I hadn't, I didn't hear the Vancouver subhumans until later, but I can tell you that the, the UK subhumans, uh, they were right up there with Void and Faith. When I heard, uh, those original, uh, religious wars and those records, those were amazing records. Those were definitely jump off your parents' couch records. And speaking of Void and Faith, what did we hear right before COC? Before COC, we heard one of the great uh, DC bands, uh, SOA, or State of Alert, and the song was called Draw Blank, and in SOA, that was Henry Rollins' first uh, band that he was in, and... uh, I don't know, something kind of interesting about that was uh, Henry was initially a roadie for the Teen Idols, which was an early Ian McKay band, and when they broke up, members went to Minor Threat or SOA, and Henry and Ian had a bit of a rivalry going as they were friends, but they also worked together, so when one guy was working, the other guy could do shows. And um, 
something else about uh, Ian McKay, uh, which is interesting and ties into skating, is um, he's not too happy about Nike co-opting his uh, iconic imagery for uh, from the band's our initial eight-song EP uh, for a Nike-sponsored three-day skateboard event called Major Threat. Uh, there's some suing going on around the, about that. And also tying into um, Minor Threat is the famous street skater from the 90s, Tom Knox. He totally aped the Minor Threat self-titled album for his board graphic, which was called Minor Threat. And uh, I noticed the mint board from Tom Knox in the 90s sold on eBay recently for $3,000. And yeah, I got a picture of it here. You looked at a picture. Did you think about bidding for it? What's the most you've played for a skateboard <laughs> I collectible? I, I think I had that skateboard actually back in the day because I liked the uh, I liked the way Tom Knox skated. Uh, what would the most be I would bid on a skateboard? Yes, I'm more worried about what people would bid on my skateboards. I'm not buying anymore. I got I got enough. But thank you for bringing <laughs> enough, i.e. a lot of stuff out to the Nardwari Human Survey Radio Show, the pregame show here for Skate Rock Part Two with Roger Allen, the history of Skate Rock Part Two. What do we got coming up right now? Next, we're playing another band that I've never heard anywhere is Pillsbury Hardcore uh, with their great song, Heavy Puckin' Metal. And uh, I can, I remember vividly, uh, a friend had a ramp in Ladner, and I remember we would laugh because we would crank up this song. And to most people in the neighborhood, suburban neighborhood, punk was hard enough on the ears. But uh, the guys in Pillsbury Hardcore really took it to a new level of annoyance. Here we go with Pillsbury Hardcore and Heavy Pucking Metal on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show History of Skate Rock Part 2 pregame show with Roger Allen.
Listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, and the History of Skate Rock Part Two pre-game show with Crooked Walker. 
Roger Allen, Roger, please. You've been on an Artboard Human Serviette radio show a few times. Please, close to the mic. Okay, please, okay. close to the mic. Thank you so much for coming in. And right off the bat, actually, we have a caller. And caller, are you there? Yes, I am, Nardward. Well, How caller, are you? Good. Thank you for phoning into the Nardward Human Serviette radio show. Before we get to you, the caller, I was just going to say, if anybody has any questions for Roger regarding the history of skate rock, please tweet him on in. At Nardwar, N A R D W U A R, or call C I T R 604-822-2487-604 U B C C I T R. So, caller, we are back here ending the pregame show for Skate Rock Part Two. But you have a question for Roger. Go ahead, caller. Well, basically, it's not a question, but uh, I uh, did a fanzine when I was about seventeen, eighteen years old, and I'm forty now. This was going back in uh, the Toronto hardcore circuit, and uh, it was called Going All the Way. And my issue number two was um, I had uh, Dag Nasty, Pillsbury Hardcore, DOG. And it was uh, internationally distributed uh, throughout uh, North America, and I don't think I got it to Europe or anything like that, but uh, I have a Pillsbury Hardcore interview here right in front of me, and uh, yeah, they were a straight-edge band, and uh, they were a bunch of cool guys from California. I don't know exactly remember what part of California they were from, but uh, I think it's uh, from Pomona. Pomona, that's right. They have I Love Pomona. It's a shithole. That's right, yeah. I also have a very, very, very important fanzine in front of me that uh, was uh, put out by a guy named Jack Kahn from Hippie Core. And uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of that fanzine, but they put out a, a, a fanzine, a cookbook called Soy Not Oi. And uh, for those of you who are not familiar with Oi, it's uh, skinhead melodic uh, uh, punk music. And uh, it's a great vegetarian cookbook. It has every possible recipe you can think of. And it's just really, really great. It's one of the old, the oldest fanzines that I have. Uh, what was the name of your fanzine, Caller? Uh, my fanzine was called Going All the Way. And um, actually, I put it out with a gentleman uh, who was, came to Vancouver for a while, now res- resides back in Toronto, Mr. Simon Harvey, who did the, um, he uh, does um, a record label called, um, oh, geez, it's, it'll come to me in a minute. Uh, Has he been the one reissuing <laughs> a lot of old stuff like the Dream Dates? No, no, he put out the Fratricide on... Um, uh, what's that record label? Uh, Fratricide was going to be on Pop Smart. Yeah. No, 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 no. He he put out frat, the new frat, Fratricide on his record label. Uh, Pusshead. No, no, not not Pusshead. Well, anyways, while you yeah. think about, <laughs> sorry, what I can't remember. I I can't believe that you. Oh, uh, um. Yeah. Sorry. Go so, on, uh, Roger. You have a question, actually. Well, I, for the caller. I, I was gonna I was gonna say a couple things. Do you uh, do you remember that when Pillsbury Hardcore turned into uh, Neanderthal? No, I don't. Don't remember that at all. I have a cassette from when I was probably 14, and it has a live uh, Pillsbury Hardcore concert at a house party, and it ends with the singer saying, the police are here, and I haven't been able to find that anywhere. I still have the cassette, but I wanted to try to download it. Do you, do you know what that is? Do you have that? No, I don't have any Pillsbury Hardcore in my record collection. Uh. No. And what was Pillsbury Hardcore doing in Toronto, Roger? You were wondering about that. He said, my record collection. It's rad, it's rad, it's rad, it's rad. 
Well, the name just came to me, uh, Ugly Pop <laughs> Records. Uh, Simon Harvey put out uh, Ugly Pop Records. He was here in Vancouver a few years ago, and he's back in Toronto. But he, the reason why I mention his name is he did the first issue of Going All the Way with me. He did a little uh, blurb in my fanzine. So, did yeah, you, good guy, and uh, he's, uh, he does Ugly Pop Records. Did you actually talk to them when you, uh, in you, you did your interview with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. I did a, one of the guys had a shaven head, but then again, everybody had a shaven head back then. Was his like voice now. really that high? I'm sorry? Was his voice really that high? Uh, <laughs> That's it, what they're famous for, is high, breaking voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember much about the band. I also, uh, in my fanzine, I also interviewed uh, uh, Peter Kortner of Dag Nasty, the uh, third singer of, uh, of, uh, of Dag Nasty. First was uh, of Sean, Sean Brown, and then um, <laughs> who, who was the second singer? Do you remember of Dag Nasty? Yeah, Colin, not not Colin Sears. Jeez. Uh, uh, well, thank you, caller. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank, sorry for interrupting you there. But I guess we just are ending right now the pregame show for Skate Rock Part 2. We're about to enter the official Skate Rock Part 2 there, caller, with oh. Roger Allen. But thanks so much for phoning in, and doot-doot-a-loot-doo. Doot-doot. So, the caller phoned in, Roger, and talked about Pillsbury Hardcore. Right. If anybody has any other questions, again, it's at Nardwar or 604-822-2487, 604-UBCCITR. Any questions for Roger Allen about skate rock? We played Pillsbury Hardcore. The caller phoned in to comment on Pillsbury Hardcore. But we also heard a whole bunch of other stuff. Going back before the caller, what did we hear, starting with Blast at the end there? We heard Blast. Baboon. <laughs> a band that sounded a little like Black Flag back in the day. And Black Flag all had uh, real ties to skating again. Uh, punkers and skaters were sort of intertwined. And I found out about Blast uh, again through Thrasher magazine. They had a short-lived column called In the Crowd, where they interviewed that band, Blast. And not to be outdone by anything, you've brought, like, when I'm out to be outdone by yourself, Roger, to an Artboard Human Service Radio Show, for Skate Rock Part 1, you brought out some tidbits. Right now, you've brought out a painting here. A framed painting. Well, a framed flyer. What do we have here? Uh, well, it's not a painting. It's a... It's well, it's in a painting frame. <laughs> like, you brought out, like, a painting. It's, <laughs> it's framed. I'm glad you're so excited about it. It's a Raymond Pettibone uh, Black Flag uh, print. Yeah. Black Flag at the Rats Palace in San Francisco on Halloween, Friday, October 31st. And before Blast, we had some misfits. Yeah, uh, the Misfits, again, were closely intertwined with uh, skateboarding. If you ever flipped through a Thrasher uh, in the mid-'80s, um, it would be completely full of uh, Misfits references. And one of the interviews I, I really remember from back in that time, I believe it was, it was titled The Sound That Roared, and it's, a, it's like an eight-page interview with uh, Glenn Danzig where he explains everything from his uh, rare Japanese toy collection to uh, his Plan 9 uh, skateboard, um, Plan 9 skateboards, yeah. It was, they just basically put all their creepy illustrations on skateboards, but it was pretty cool. Blast, the Misfits, <laughs> and then the Parasites. Uh, the Parasites. Um, Covering the Misfits. They, I have a 7-inch here of, of uh, the Parasites, and they did a cover of... Um, Last Caress. Last Caress, yeah, which I actually, I think Metallica covered as well. And um, 
again, uh, the Misfits were a band that a lot of skaters listened to, and the Parasites were... Does uh, Metallica have to be mentioned on an Artwarty Games <laughs> radio show? Last time it was Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> now Metallica. But you've got something to say to me coming up about the Red Hot Chili Peppers, don't you, Roger? I do. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I get put in my place that they're allowed to be mentioned <laughs> with Skate Rock, and Metallica is too. And before that, we heard... Well, I don't know if Metallica allowed to be mentioned, but you brought them up. <laughs> um, and before that, we heard Conflict. And I remember, um, again, I mentioned earlier, Fallout Records in Seattle, basically going out to Seattle and going to Fallout uh, Records and Skateboards. And uh, it seemed to be the only place you could find the rarer stuff at that time. And while I was there, I remember I bought uh, like some Zorlac skateboard T-shirt stuff. And um, they were on the Capitol Hill, neighbor, uh, Capitol Hill area. And uh, Russ, I'm going to get the names wrong, Russ Bataglia and Bruce Pavet. Bruce who, Pavitt. Bruce Pavitt. Those were the two guys that started Fallout, and when they left, they went on to uh, create Sub Pop Records, which is kind of cool. And <laughs> Fallout also was managed, or I think co-owned by Janet, and Janet at Fallout gave me, how about this connection to yourself there, Roger, and our Human Service Radio Show, she gave me Mudhoney's phone number. Oh, wow. And I phoned Mudhoney up, and I was able to do a gig. So indirectly, I guess, I met you through Fallout Records, because yeah. I had gone to Fallout Records, I want to got Mudhoney's number, and then you wouldn't have come to the Nardwarder Human Serviette Presents gig with Mudhoney all those years ago. And again, you're listening to the Nardwarder Human Serviette Radio Show pregame show. We're almost ready for Skate Rock Part 2, the history of, this is the pregame show of Skate Rock with Roger Allen. And before that, we had... Before that, we had Pillsbury Hardcore. Pillsbury Hardcore. Now, coming up, we have some Skate Rock music, don't we? In fact, let's do a little intro right now. The intro to the <laughs> Skate Rock show. Welcome to the Nardwarder Human Serviette Radio Show, Roger. Thank you. Part two, Skate Rock, officially beginning now. Boom. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, here I am back, and we're doing uh, a continuation of Skate Rock 1, although we're kind of uh, going along the same path, but I wanted to play some more music and expand on where we left off in the first show. And I guess the first song we're going to play is um, Skateboarding was derived from surfing, and in turn, skaters adopted surf music, but soon after that skateboarders began to distinguish themselves as their own sort of cool subculture but i was looking for some music that was uh, surf and skateboard uh you know sort of reflecting each other and i was looking for um some music from the film tales from the tube but what i found was uh, a song from the movie a sea for yourself and the song we're going to play is called excerpts from aerials to the earth suite and uh, a Sea to Yourself was a, a film made in 1973, and unlike most soundtracks to skate surf films at that time, this was really good. The music was created by the Dragon Brothers, Daryl and Dennis, and they made music that was sort of funky rock, soul, uh, hippie, psych. And uh, the guy in that band, Dennis, he began editing, shooting videos, and that kind of thing, and he later formed the Surf Punks, which I played on the first show I was here, and that... Uh, song was from the film Skateboard Madness and the Surf Punks were signed to Epic Records in 1980 and we're about to hear that song and right now we also have a tweet for you Roger <laughs> relating to movies before we kick into that with that big introduction there it is from EMN European Motor News and they were wondering ask Roger what the difference was between music that skaters listened to and to what skate rock was like Thrasher Mag releases 
Oh, that's easy. I mean, skate rock was played by actual skaters. Like uh, JFA, everybody in the band skated. They reflected skateboarding. They had skateboard imagery in all of their handbills and album covers. And music that skaters listened to was just uh, music that they kind of adopted, like, uh, say, Slayer, where it was just aggressive music that you could skate to. You could drop into a bowl and, and, and kill yourself trying to do something. EMN also said Skater Dater is an epic movie. It's a good movie. Epic movie. <laughs> and right now we're playing a movie excerpt, right now? It's a, well, it's, it's not an excerpt from the movie. It's actually called Excerpt from Aerials to the Earth Suite. Sounds very Jimi Hendrix. By the Surf? It's not by the... Well, it's by uh, Daryl Dragon. On an ardoir? The Human Serviette Show. Radio Show. <laughs> History of Skate Rock, Part 2.
Still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, and the History of Skate Rock Part Two with Roger Allen. Hello, Roger. Are you still there? Still here. What did we just hear? We just heard "Assault" by the Big Boys. And tell me a bit about the Big Boys, <laughs> because you have a big revelation for me coming up here. <laughs> well, the Big Boys uh, sort of were. Well, I guess I could say uh, some would say that the birth of actual skate rock was in 83 in San Francisco and uh, Thrasher, Thrasher Magazine got the Scoundrels with Tony Alva, the Faction with Steve Caballero and Los Alvadados with uh, and Los Alvadados and JFA together to play a show. Uh, the, the crowd of that uh, of that show was mostly made up of Jacks, SSG, Scurb Skate Gang and the City Boys. And members and all those gangs were kind of mixing with suburban kids doing the swivel. And I'm pretty sure uh, Los Alvadados became the Drunk Engines, which is what we heard just before the Big Boys. And uh, the Drunk Engines were sort of a mysterious band made up of masked characters that apparently were Indian ghost warriors. And the Drunk Engines were created by Thrasher contributor Morazan Fosh. And uh, they appeared on Skate Rock 1 and 2. And in contrast to most skate punk bands, they sort of had a darker, brooding sound. And it was hard to classify. Others say bands like the Big Boys and JFA started Skate Rock by using imagery of actual skaters on their records and handbills and showing what actual skaters look like. Uh, sort of a mixture of punk and hardcore, not the fluorescent. California style portrayed in mainstream media um, and plus the big boys were made up of all people that actually skated now what is this that you want to present to me right now not forever yours drunk engines the revelation the book the book uh, well not so much not so much the drunk engines but coming up I remember you gave me a bit of a hard time for playing the red hot chili peppers on the show the first show and I just wanted to point out that Skull Skates uh, created a Red Hot Chili Peppers deck before the Gangrene deck that they created. Um, no, I don't believe this, so I have to grab the book. <laughs> and if you're wondering, what book am I grabbing? What book am I grabbing right here, Roger? You've brought in some evidence here. Uh, skateboarding in Vancouver put out by PD at Skull Skates. It's an actual book here documenting the history of skateboarding in Vancouver and... Oh my god, it's true! It is actually <laughs> true that Red Hot Chili Peppers had a board before Gang Green! They made several, PD's actually made several uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper decks. So, oh my god, and you've in the process made me mention the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> as well on the Nordwater Human Serviette radio show some more! Ah! 
Yeah! The Drunk Engines. And before the Drunk Engines, we had some stuff by the Dragon Brothers. That was, yeah, that was by the Dragon Brothers. And as I said earlier, uh, sort of skate music was derived from surf music. So we have to give some props to some uh, surf music. And that song was from sort of the obscure uh, surf film, A Sea for Yourself. What are those things that you brought in right there, those stills? You have some sort of stills. What are those? Like there's some sort of pictures. What are those? Uh, well, there's, there's uh, several sort of surf skate films that came out during that time. Um, there was Go For It in 1976 with Tony Alva. He was in the skating. There was Freewheeling, and that had Stacy Peralta, and he skated the songs like Rollin' With You and Free and Alive. And there was Skateboard the Movie, and it had a song in it called The Dogtown Double Cross. And, but most of these films, the, the soundtracks were all really tame and instrumental, and uh, it didn't really reflect the uh, innovation and the aggression and the sort of party uh, mentality ingrained in early skateboard in early skateboarding roots. Uh, there was also um, sort of the very first skateboard video ever made called Skateboarding in the 80s, and Stacy Peralta with uh, George Powell made that film, and that became Powell Peralta. Uh, there was also, after that, the Gordon Smith skateboard team video. And uh, the most famous of all those sort of surf films was Endless Summer. And yeah, I've got some lobby cards from that original uh, film, Endless Summer. And you can hear Roger opening <laughs> them up right here. Thank you, Roger. This is amazing. Again, you're listening to the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, History of Skate Rock, number two on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show with Roger Allen. And Roger's brought in all sorts of neat stuff here, like these neat lobby cards from Endless Summer happening. And also, play it again, Sam. What's this? <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's a Woody Allen film and uh, he is not a skateboarder but it's in there were you using it to like help make the package stiff so that the legendary rare Endless Summer lobby cards didn't get brent all this stuff is in you know my massive warehouse so it's all packed together and I can't uh, separate everything when I come here and coming up right now we have the aforementioned Gang Green don't we on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show yeah, coming up, we got Gang Green. Uh, they had Skate to Hell, and uh, they had the second skateboard. They had—I don't know—I don't know the. They came after uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but it, maybe Agent Orange had the first uh, actual skate team deck. I'm and not. thank you for listening to the Nardwarty Human Serviette <laughs> Radio Show with Agent Orange a yeah. little while back there, Roger. I remember that. A little tie-in right there. So yeah, Gangrene, Skate to Hell, and we're not going to play it, but the boneless one, Skate for the Devil. Uh, they're two songs that really should be heard together. They're just basically straight-up metal-influenced skate punk with satanic lyrics, and how can you go wrong with that? Gangrene, Skate to Hell, on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, History of Skate Rock, Chapter 2. <laughs>
in, you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, History of Skate Rock, Part 2 with... Roger Allen. Roger Allen. What did we just hear there, Roger Allen? <laughs> that was uh, SNFU, and uh, they, were, they were really intertwined with skateboarding. Uh, they were the band that you could uh, you get a free record with when you subscribe to Thrasher in sort of the mid to late 90s. 80s, and uh, I remember being in high school and stuff, and I had my SNFU shirt, and we used to have a lot of fun telling people, you know, what SNFU really stood for. And again, when you, Roger, say you remember being in high school wearing an SNFU t-shirt or skateboarding, you bring in the evidence backed up, and thank you so much for all the stuff. We're coming kind of to the end of Skate Rock Part 2 on an Arboretum Human Serviette Radio Show, but here's the evidence right here. What am I looking at right here? It's a photo of you. That's, yeah, it's a, it's a framed photo. The <laughs> second, this has got to be a record. I mean, not that anybody ever bought a framed photo before to the Nardware to Human Serviette Radio Show or <laughs> Pettibone flyer framed. But here's the second framed thing on a Nardware to Human Serviette Radio Show. What's going on here? That's a photo, yeah, from like probably the mid 80s of me uh, kind of uh, carving up on a cement barrier. And I'm wearing the uh, uh, open your mouth and say SNFU t shirt. And that's what we just heard there. Some SNFU props to Chai Pig. We used to tell people it meant sausages never fry unevenly. If people want to tap you for some knowledge, I love that. I never heard it was called that way. I thought it was <laughs> society's no effing use. No, it is, but we couldn't swear, right, because we were kids. What I want to ask you about, Roger, is where can people ask you what it's all about? Where can people get a hold of you? You could go to my website, crooketwalker.com. And there's a link that you could uh, send me an email if you really wanted to. And for people listening right now in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, we have a giveaway. What are we going to be giving away right now? I've got a, basically I've got a box of all of the uh, Color Skateboard Magazine special editions. And I also have a t-shirt of, it's a Quicksilver uh, Color Magazine collaboration. It's really rare. This is probably the only place you're going to be able to get it. So if you want to win that, it's 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR. You have to come out to CITR to pick it up. And what is the skill testing question for that? Uh, I guess the skill testing question is... Uh, but one of the bands we played. Yeah, name one of the bands that we played earlier in well, the show. How about specifically the band that covered the Misfits? How about that? Is that too difficult? <laughs> it isn't difficult for me, but... I don't know. I can't speak for your viewers. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned that then. What is another skill testing question then? <laughs> uh, I think that's a good question. The answer is the... Well, there was something that you didn't mention that you wanted to mention again that would be good for the skill testing question. From the fucked up and photocopied book, you said you were going to read something out there. Do we didn't get a chance? Yes. The great fucked up and photocopied photozine. There was something talking about a band, Blank Engines. Well, I... I don't remember what I was... What was I going to read? Well, remember, there was something about the first skate rock gig. The book fucked up and photocopied. Yeah, I did. Where is it? Uh, uh, I don't... I, I think I already mentioned that. I described uh, the band's playing and who was But there that. was a special skater that witnessed it all, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't remember this, no. Did this happen? Where's that book? Let's find <laughs> that book there. Where's that book, Roger? There's a book and there's a skater talking about there's somebody talking about it right there we won't give it out because this is very very tricky for us to win the stuff 
maybe we're just trying to make it so that you can't win this stuff here on an Ardwarty Mr. Radio Show. Now, there is somebody writing something. Now, who is the th- guy writing the stuff there? The guy writing is Ray Stevens, and he was in a band called Los Olivados, and that band turned into another band, which Nardwar just mentioned. Now, if you mention his name that we just mentioned right there, not the guy that did the song The Streak, but the guy that Roger just mentioned, 604-822-247, 604-CITR, you will win what? Uh, it's a, I have a, a box full of all the special edition uh, Color Skateboard magazines, as well as a brand new collaboration between Quicksilver and Color Skateboard magazine. And these magazines are amazing, really detailed, too. And there's a gig coming up, too, that you wanted to mention as well, right? Coming up this Sunday? Uh, yeah, there's a skate rock gig uh, this Sunday. And uh, there's a band called uh, High Tower and another band called Teenager. And it's going to be at the Astoria. This Sunday. And you mentioned that they contain some interesting members, right? Uh, there's, there's another band... Um, I forget their name. <laughs> and it was made up of members of a, of a band called, prior members of a band named Jaws. I think they're called... Congress? Congress, yeah. And that's at the Astoria this Sunday night in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Some skate rock happening in Vancouver, BC, Canada. It's Hightower Teenager Congress at the Astoria this Sunday, June the 19th. And you're still listening to the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show <laughs> History of Skate Rock Part 2 with Roger Allen. So, crookedwalker.com to contact you, Roger. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we're going to try to jam in some more tunes. What are we going to hear? Uh, coming up, I was gonna, we were going to play uh, Bad Town by... If Op- we have time. We may not have time, but I wanted you to at least describe them in case we don't get to them. We're going to play Bad Town by Operation Ivy. And Operation Ivy aren't really a technically a skate rock band, but Matt Hensley and Alfonso Rawls skating to them in uh, the very influential uh, uh, video, This Is Not The New H Street Video. They had enough clout to put them firmly in the minds of thousands of skaters, and they sort of combined ska and hardcore to create a new, innovative sound that sort of ushered music into the 90s. And then we're going to play uh, Deeper Shade of Soul by Urban Dance Squad, which, uh, like I just mentioned, the 90s showed many influences into music, uh, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, 24-7 Spies, Faith No More, Jane's Addiction, De La Soul, all these kind of new sounds and that kind of thing. Um, funk, punk, metal, hip-hop. Um, and, I don't know, I, I kind of think that Urban Dance Squad did it, did it well. And after that, we were going to try to play something by uh, Green and Wood, and that has uh, Ethan Fowler in it, who is a very sort of contemporary um, skateboarder who's been around forever, and he's he's uh, he's in a band called Green and Wood. And if we really had time, we could play the band Bad Shit, which you can't get more skate rock than Jake Phelps, and he's the editor, long-term editor of Thrasher, and that's his band. Here we go with Operation Ivy on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show, History of Skate Rock, Volume 2, with Roger Allen. Kids grow fast and scared It's killing a bone Pack of words they don't want alone One on one they won't look me to eye But when the packs are gathered It's a battle cry I saw it, 15 on one The crowd is first to kick the gun Go! 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 
emotions got to do with only feeling It's not where you're from, it's can they yielding The stuff we rock and that we are giving A piece of the mind connects with
And you're still, still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, History of Skate Rock, Volume 2. And we had a pregame show, all coordinated by Roger Allen. Roger, thank you so much for coming into the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, and teaching me, and teaching me about skate <laughs> rock. We're already up to Volume 2 of Skate Rock, aren't we? Volume 2. Volume 2, I think we have enough for Volume 3, yeah. And what did we just hear there? Quite a long Skate Rock <laughs> epic that was definitely um not really what you would consider skate rock when you think skate rock but that was um uh ethan fowler and he's in a band called green and wood and i would say in today like today that uh skate rock isn't necessarily uh about a sound rather it's more about like actual skateboarders making music and uh it's very broad everything from house to drone metal uh can be considered skate rock and before that, we heard? Before that, we heard uh, Deeper Shade of Soul by Urban Dance Squad. And before that, we heard Bad Town by Operation Ivy. And I have a pretty, pretty rare uh, Operation Ivy 7-inch in front of me here called 69 Newport. And uh, I know Energy was like their big album. And I believe this was released before that. And yeah, it's, it's pretty unique. And speaking of 7-inches, you have another 7-inch you brought in there. What is that one? Some Buff Hall action. Uh, I think that was sort of Minor Threat's uh, one of their more notorious um, gigs. And yeah, I've got a 7-inch here, Minor Threat, live at Buff Hall, uh, put out by Lost and Found Records. And... I think this is pretty uh, pretty rare, too. Pretty hard to come by. And speaking of stuff that we didn't really get to or that I didn't notice, how dare I not notice a Misfits <laughs> interview in a very beat-up copy of Thrasher? Yeah. It's, all, it's all cut up because I, I cut out a lot of the imagery and probably stuck it on my wall when I was a teenager. But, yeah, it's uh, probably like a 12-page interview with Glenn Danzig. Uh, I think this is even prior to Sam Hain. This is still when he was uh, maybe the Misfits were just sort of breaking up. And you don't even know that it's Thrasher because the cover is gone because you probably put that on your yeah. wall too, right? Yeah. yeah, everything is gone. What's Thrasher like nowadays? Thrasher is is kind of the same mag. It's carrying on. Uh, Jake Phelps, longtime editor, is in a band called Bad Shit, and uh, with Tony Tregilio, who is uh, who's voted sort of Skater of the Year, and I believe it was two thousand and three. And they have a band. It's sort of a skate rock band, and yeah, it's still it's basically the same mag. And you also brought in, and I guess this is natural, a deck to the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. A board. You brought in a board, an actual skateboard, but not one that you skated in on, but an actual skateboard <laughs> that looks like it's in mint condition, ready to be put in a vault and up to eBay. Uh, well, yeah, this deck, this deck is, a, is, a, is a freestyle Kevin Harris deck, and... Uh, Basically, freestyle skateboarding doesn't exist anymore. It kind of morphed into actual street skating. But um, uh, in 1980, uh, out of the 100 or so parks that existed in California two years prior, only a few still existed. And one of those was the Colton Skate Ranch. And in Richmond, we had our own skate ranch, which was opened by Kevin Harris, the guy I just mentioned, in 1986. And uh, I have a postcard of Kevin Harris skating at Del Mar, which is one of the few and most famous skate parks in California that still was open during that time. And, uh, yeah, he opened the skate ranch. And this deck is his freestyle model. It's sort of a special edition that was put out by Skull Skates. I was given it, I traded it for it, actually, to uh, PD. And uh, I heard uh, from some locals, uh, the skate ranch was famous for having locals, and every local had a nickname. And 
Uh, I heard from a local that a band called uh, Strain practiced a lot at uh, the Richmond Skate Ranch. And also, the Skate Ranch in Richmond uh, spawned the Red Dragons, which are a pretty infamous uh, Vancouver-Richmond sort of skate gang, which they now, you know, they're they're basically now, they have a store, they're they're kind of like a, they're an actual company now, the Red Dragons. Mike of Agent Orange thinks perhaps that they were the first band to get a skateboard, have their own skateboard. What do you think about that? I know, I know they were on Vision, and I think that was Vision Streetwear. And Vision Streetwear wasn't really that reflective of actual skateboarding. But uh, I know Skull Skates came out with a lot of decks, uh, Wasted Youth, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which I already mentioned, Gangrene. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. It's hard sometimes to find evidence, but there is some evidence of skate rock right here in this particular magazine. What's going on right here? Skate rock and COC. Yeah, there's a moniker there. Like It says skate rock, and underneath it is a big picture of COC playing. So <laughs> some guaranteed evidence yeah. right there. That COC <laughs> is skate rock. That's yes. right there for the ad. Where did you get this particular magazine? And is this a thrasher too? That was a thrasher. I think I bought that in White Rock, uh, B.C., at a place called Barnacle Bills, and uh, that would have been 1984 or 1985. And if people want to check out some new stuff regarding skateboarding, etc., in this Color Magazine, and we gave away some Color Magazines earlier in an Artwork Human Survey Radio Show, congratulations, Stefan, what do we have here? In the most recent issue of Color, which would be the June issue, or May issue, May, June, uh, I did an article for them on uh, the current state of skate rock, yeah. And it's, it's more recent bands. And it's colormagazine.ca. C-L-C-O-L-O-R. <laughs> C-O-L-O-R. Yeah, you, you, wait a second. You, know, you didn't spell it the Canadian way, even though it's a Canadian magazine. Color Magazine is spelled wrong. <laughs> I didn't do I don't know that. It's not my magazine. But you wanted to give a little shout-out to some Canadians, your family. Thank you, Alan family, for allowing Roger to come out to the Nardwarty Human Survey Radio Show. Right, Roger? Yeah, I want, I want to definitely say hi to my uh, beautiful wife, Valerie, and my uh, new son. Well, he just turned one, so he's, he's, he's a one-year-old. My, my son, Jasper. And I guess I wanted to say happy birthday to my friend, Cho. And an artboard human serviette radio show is available on podcasts, and hopefully one day he can go by, back and review it and listen to it and learn all the stuff like I've learned. And the listeners, thank you so much, Roger, for coming into an artboard human serviette radio show. And also a little shout out to EMN, European Motor News, who have been tweeting us from London, England, interested all about skate rock and winning. And if people want to get a hold of you, Roger, it's crookedwalker.com. Crookedwalker.com, sure. And in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, again, a skate rock gig happening this Sunday at the Astoria. It's Hightower from San Francisco, Teenager from Toronto with Congress. That's at the Astoria this Sunday in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. What are we going to end right now here with, Roger, for uh, Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, History of Skate Rock Volume 2. We're going to end with uh, that band I just mentioned, Bad Shit, with uh, Jake Phelps from Thrasher Magazine. 
Anything you want to add about them at all that you haven't already said? Or anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Roger, about Skate Rock or your life <laughs> or <laughs> your life. great collection? <laughs> Is it for sale? Some people might be interested. I've sold tons of stuff on eBay. But, uh, oh, what have you sold and what has been like the highest grossing item? What have people really been interested in? The highest grossing item I've sold would have been a Christ on Prey t-shirt. Uh, that was covered in paint and totally out of shape and basically wrecked. I sold it for I don't know what it was like three hundred bucks or something. And I actually asked the guy, "Are you know this shirt's wrecked, right?" And uh, it was uh, it was a must-have for this particular person. You you can't get that uh, particular band anywhere else. So, Crescent Parade and Youth of Today's uh, early demo uh, seven inch. How much did that go for? That went for I think it was like four hundred bucks. How about stuff you put on eBay that you thought would go for big yeah. <laughs> that didn't quite go for big? Is there anything that sold really cheap or almost didn't sell at all or didn't sell at all? Yeah, I've sold I've definitely sold some like uh, Dead Kennedys shirts I've had since like the early eighties and uh, uh, yeah, it's just like a lot of like Dogtown stuff and and things I've had since like nineteen eighty two. So but... you heard the word Dogtown and imagine dollar signs, right? Yeah, that didn't quite work that way. <laughs> no, it didn't work that way. No. Why? Uh... I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe just that week, the people that would have paid a lot of money for it would just weren't looking for that particular item. Well, thank you again for taking time to come out to the Nardwarta Human Serviette big paying gig here yeah. on CITR FM 102 cable 88.5, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all, Roger? I can't think of anything else. No, that's two episodes. That's three hours of skate rock. History of skate rock and pregame show. History of skate rock, volume two on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. Well, thanks much, Roger Allen, crookedwalker.com, for coming into the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show. And do, 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 do. Mm-hmm.